This is the Property Renovation Podcast, where you hear the very best tips and advice on renovating or building your home from professionals in the industry and speaking to real homeowners themselves. My name's James Woodham. I'm the founder of the Property Renovation Podcast, and together with the help of my team, we have just one mission to provide you with valuable advice for free. We think the construction industry needs a shake-up, and anyone that you hire needs to provide you with honesty and clarity whilst doing a professional job. Listening to our podcast empowers our listeners with knowledge and helps make that happen. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to the next episode of the Property Renovation Podcast. My name's James, and on this episode, this is the last of a three-part series that uh, we had a company come on called Development Discovery. I've already interviewed Pauline, uh, who had a really interesting story, um, and she's one of the directors. And I've also had Alan on in another episode a couple of weeks back, uh, who's just got a vast amount of knowledge, uh, been around doing it for many years, um, very successful. And um, that's an interesting episode as well. So go back and listen to that. But on this week's episode, I'm actually speaking to another one of the directors. His name's Eduardo. He's actually from Venezuela originally, lives in London, um, lives in the UK, sorry. And um, it's a fascinating episode, actually. I, I was quite surprised to hear that he's flown helicopters uh, in his past, uh, which was really interesting. And um, he talks about more in depth about what the development discovery company is all about, about their mentorship program, about uh, making anyone uh, that wants to enroll become a successful uh, property developer um, and how to pe- prepare you for that. They, ha- they actually had a seminar um, on a couple of weeks back and I'm pretty sure uh on the success of that, I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing another one. Uh, so definitely check out their website. Uh, the link is on our, our, um, our website and it, will, it would also be on our website for this episode as well. So definitely go and check them out. Uh, and look into a little bit more about what they do. Um, but he speaks a little bit more about um, how to be a property developer, uh, what the benefits are, um, what you should be prepared for, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, that kind of thing. Um, they have got so much experience in dealing with, you know, the single property to uh, a, a plot of land with um, a load of properties on there, 30, 40, 50 properties. So, um, and then giving some of them to the local authority for shared ownership. Um, so definitely got a lot of knowledge, definitely worth speaking to this guy as well. Um, he talks a little bit more about what you need to be prepared for, how you can get investment, what your business plan needs to look like, how important that is to have one in the first place, um, and much, much more. So definitely um, listen to this episode in depth um, and take notes. It's a great episode. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the, the things that we've been getting on to in the background, uh, just making the website a lot better as well. If you haven't been on the website, definitely check it out. It is www.propertyrenovationpodcast.com 
com. Completely forgot it then. But yeah, propertyrenovationpodcast.com. Check that out. Um, we've made it a lot easier because we're now getting many, many, I think we're also up to our 80th episode. So it's going to be a little bit difficult going back into the archives. So we developed that search option. So if you know at least one of those words or, um, you know, you, you, you want to search for something in particular, then we started tagging each of the episodes as well. So it's going to be a lot, lot easier to find. Definitely go on to our, um, page. Uh, our top 10 page we've got some some tools that we recommend some books that we recommend some educational uh websites that we recommend um and that's for the us and for the uk so definitely go and check that out if you haven't been on our facebook uh in our facebook group come and check that out um it's facebook uh facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast uh coming there there's um almost 150 uh people in there so come and check that out we also have actually started doing these um instagram 15 minutes things so if you're on um your renovation and you've got a question or two that you want us to answer uh, we would happily get onto instagram live with you and um, answer those questions you can show us what you want to uh, an answer to and uh, we will definitely be there you can book one of those um, by just dropping us an email um, with the word instagram 15 so go to podcast at property renovation podcast.com and uh, just uh, in the subject line instagram 15 and we will be in touch with you uh, and also a lot of the episodes that we're doing now, we're actually doing a video version. Um, and that's great to watch as well, because you can really get um, an understanding of what that person is like who we're interviewing. And go on our YouTube channel, which is easy to get to. If you just go onto our website and on the top bar, you'll see that there's links to our Twitter page, our YouTube page, um, Instagram page, etc. So just click on there and it will take you straight to our YouTube page. Um, and you can check out all of the episodes that we've been putting up on there as well. So, um, with that, with all that said, enjoy this week's episode. Thank you very much. Eduardo, welcome to the podcast. How are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, James. Thanks, Thanks very much for coming along. Good. Um, can you just tell us a bit about your background and how you got into property development? Right. Interesting. So, and, uh, well, first of all, but if you judge my, my accent, you can see I'm not uh, from originally from the UK and uh, um, but originally from Venezuela. Okay. And uh, I will try to speak slowly here. And uh, I know that sometimes uh, if I get excited about what I and, and uh, but when, when I'm talking, then I, I tend to speed things up. Sure, no worries. And property is one of the things that I, I really like. I'm, I'm very passionate about. So. But then, so the point is, uh, yeah, I came to the UK 21 years ago, mm-hmm. and initially I was just uh, flying helicopters for the offshore industry in up in Aberdeen. Interesting. And but in 2003, we uh, made a transition into property. Okay. And initially, as uh, most people do, it, uh, we in, we did buy to let. And in 2003, there was prior to the crisis, so everything was dandy. Yeah. Everything was very easy. Mm-hmm. When we did a, a, the, our own letting agency, we did a couple of uh, very small developments, actually no developments, just a conversions of, of, okay. uh, of com- small commercial units into, <clears throat> into flats. But that, that w- I would not catalog as a, the sort of developments that we're doing these days. Sure. 
And uh, then the, in the, through the, the 2008-2009 crisis, we didn't have any problems in Aberdeen at all because Aberdeen lives in this uh, bubble, yeah. and which is all driven by the, by the oil and gas industry. Mm -hmm. But in 2014, when the oil price dropped, then the, the, the city as a whole suffered and all our eggs, we were in one single basket called Aberdeen, suffered dramatically. So the, our portfolio suffered, our, and, our, and certainly our state and Latin agency also suffered uh, con considerably. So we looked at ways of, of uh, diversifying our, our business, mm -hmm. and we're looking to doing things in, in Norwich. Initially, it was just doing the same buy-to-lets and HMOs that we had been doing in the northeast of Scotland. But we came across at one project that was just presented to us. And I, when, when I saw that the, the level of, of profit that and uh, a development could, could bring, I thought it was something I, I could try. So the idea, I could see the benefit of getting to property development. But at the same time, I, had, uh, I, I was completely aware that I knew nothing about property development. Yes, I could build a portfolio of white labs, HMOs, I could run a Latin agency. Sure. But that, that had, other than the fact that it has the same level of property, it has nothing to do with, or, or very little to do with uh, property development. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I came across um, a bunch of guys called Development Discovery, who at the time were offering the, the, uh, a mentorship program to get people into property development. So I had a potential project that I wanted to carry out, and, but lack of knowledge, and I had and, uh, and a business that could provide that lack of uh, the, the gap and the, the, the means to close the gap yeah. in the knowledge. So I put the two together and uh, I, I joined them. Initially, really? initially, I just mentee, but the one thing that it was, uh, I learned very quickly and after the first you know, six months or so of... Uh, of doing uh, the the problem with uh, Alan, Pauline, and Aidan was the, the ethos that uh, they had. Uh, it's the I consider myself, and I'm blowing my own trumpet here. I I am a hard worker person, mm -hmm. and uh, and it wasn't until I, I found uh, I came across them that I found somebody that could work as hard or if, or if not harder than me. Sure. And so, it, great ethos, great knowledge. Uh, a great business plan, and uh, we had the uh, chemistry was there. So I, I joined forces with them. I became the, the fourth musketeer at the time. Brilliant. So and uh, now we are in uh, all my business has moved from. Uh, we still have the, sing, the single legs and the HMOs and service sure. operation, yeah. but the the main the main the, the by far the bulk of the business is uh, property development. And if you could describe in a couple of sentences. Uh, Discovery property, um, development discovery, development discovery. Um, could you let us know that? Like, sure. Development discovery. So actually, there, there are two sides of the business. Mm -hmm. So one, uh, the first one is we lead by example. We are simply property developers. So that's what we do. We yeah. are property developers, mm -hmm. and uh, at the same time, we also do our own HMOs and service accommodation as a way of providing and uh, some regular income. But the main thing by far is property development. So in, 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 as a property developer, 
uh, as property developers, we serve three customers. We serve people that um, that have a piece of land that can, by changing the use or, or change, uh, changing what you do with that with the land, uh, we increase the value. We have so that's customer number one. Customer number two is people that have money and park somewhere, earning very little. Yeah. And um, then we can utilize that money, put it in a, in a, in a place that generates and, uh, a high return. So and they, 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 they benefit from that. Mm-hmm. And the third customer we have really is the, the final buyer of those properties. There's an acute problem on uh, acute housing problem in the UK. And uh, we like to think that um, by a tiny bit, what we're doing our, our bit in, by providing some 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 units, uh, some of these very uh, very well needed units in in the UK market. So that's the customers that we serve as property developers. And on the back of that develop, uh, property development operation, mm-hmm. we also run a mentorship program, who and for people who want to become property developers. Okay. And they are at the and we. The, as you may have and, uh, heard from the, the previous in, in conversation with Alan, we are not after, when it comes to property development, we don't go after the market of, of tiny, tiny developments or some, and, uh, which by the way is one of the things that uh, is great about your, your, your audience. I, some, I think um, many, many of your, um, many, many guys in your audience are sitting on a, on a, on a gold mine. Does it have uh, is something that they have tried or they are trying right now as they are listening to this podcast and, yeah. and so they 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 are they are getting all the all the knowledge on how to develop and uh, a small site with one two units or it can be just their, their own unit. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So that's one one extreme of the of, of the spectrum. So people that are doing very small sites, one or two units. You have a, a the other extreme. You have uh, the, all these multinationals doing the sites with hundreds, if not thousands, of, of properties. That's well beyond uh, our and, uh, our limit. Our sweet spot is anything between 35 to 50 properties. Okay. And you will be surprised how easy, if you have the right the, the right tools, the right knowledge, how, how easy you can jump from building a single unit into building 35 to 50 units. There's a, a knowledge gap there. I'm sure. Um, but, uh, but your audience, they, they have some of the building blocks that any property developer Need the, and they they, are, they 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 would have all them in place. Talking about the free customers that you have, could you go into a little bit more depth of like how how do you help them? How do you provide a service to them? Okay, it's uh, in, okay if we go back in the same order. Sure. The the landowner is just uh, somebody that uh, in in some cases uh, he or she may not be aware that their piece of land. Can uh, have some potential, or they may have an, a broad idea, but it's, they they don't realize how how much they they, they could earn from that, mm-hmm. or they uh, or they may be a, a, already a property in place that if you if you think um, creatively you can you can change the the way it's used and, and add value to it. So that's a customer. You are yeah. just telling them what you can do mm-hmm. the, with that asset that they have already in place. With it, when it comes to the with people with money. It's again, as we all know, the uh, money these days still, uh, even though the interest rates have gone up uh, for the last year, in, in capital is still extremely cheap, and which is bad news for for savers because your, your money is, is making very little yeah. still in, in, a, in a bank account. Mm. So we can provide uh, we can provide 
means of investing that, that money in the, in other projects with, with a much higher return. Mm-hmm. And depending on the, on the level of, of risk uh, the, that the, this, uh, this investor can accept, they can, that, that money can be positioned in a wide variety of, of projects that we have. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not a single product we offer. We offer different products for different people, right, okay. in both in terms of the level of risk that they want to the, that they, that they want to and accept in the in the term of the loan, also and uh, and uh, and, the, and the amount that they want to that, that they want to invest. Mm-hmm. And and again, the third customer is uh, we we build units that range from uh, from the the affordable units that in 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 many sites that we currently have the local authority having post on on the site so we and yes we we develop them and then we hand them over, hand them over to a, a housing association and all the way to a nice five bedroom detached properties that uh, that are tailored to the upper market so again we serve that that market so Good. That's what we do, and you pretty much hold their hand all the way through. So yeah, it's uh, in all cases. We, they, they, and this, this in essence, that's what a, a property developer is. And a property developer, we, we are not builders. A property developer is somebody who put an, an idea together. Yeah, and uh, and behind that idea, he or she puts a, a team that helps them to uh, to materialize that idea. So you you are creating something. So and and. It's a long, it's a, it's a long process, by the way. Property development, one of the things I, I, I make the emphasis every time somebody thinks about doing property development is something that takes time. Yeah. It's, it's, it, um, a project from start to finish, if, if you are taking something that has no planning approval, is something that can take you quite easily three, five years or longer. Mm-hmm. So, and so you have to be patient. This is not a 100 meter race. This is a, a marathon or, or an ultra marathon race. So it's long term. So um, when you say a long time, this is when it's like stretched over a certain amount of time. Sure. Considerations that need to be made yeah. do take time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the property development process, the whole process might take, as I said, between, between three to five years. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you wait until the first project to uh, finish to going to a second one. Mm-hmm. Any any good property developer will have at any given time three to four projects on the go. Okay. And uh, all of them will be at, at different stages. Okay. And uh, uh, but then up to three to four, if you're by yourself, you'll be fine. If you have a bigger team, you have two, three or four, five developers working in a, in a group, then clearly you can multiply yeah. The, yeah. the effort and the results. Okay. So what's the single most important thing that you need um, to get into property development? Right. Uh, I've, I've, okay. I've mentioned that, that briefly. One is, is just being patient. Yeah. But um, like actually, and if you take the analogy, and uh, I'm into, I'm into racing. I'm okay. Into, into running. Yeah. And if uh, if any of your audience have run anything between five k's to ten k's or marathon, mm-hmm. I guess they will be able to relate to this. In the it's uh, the first time you do that uh, that distance, whatever the distance may be, five k, ten k, marathon. Yeah. Or beyond. Then that 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 distance will seem rather long because you are heading into the unknown yeah. and it's not if you're doing a 10k it's not until you go to the to the to the 10th k that you you you, you will understand how you will feel when you get to that 10k yeah and uh, so and if it's a like 10k depending on your pace it might be between 30 35 40 50 an hour an hour and 20 depending but in in an hour an hour or so you will know how how doing a 10k race it looks like and feels like with property development, it will take three to five years for you to see the whole process. 
So you have to be patient, but you need to have a map. And you need to have uh, an uh, ideally so and somebody even into uh, and, and uh, a business partner and and uh, so another developer that wants to do things with you that can keep you right and take you by the hand because it's such a long process and if you don't if if you don't if you have that map in advance at some point most likely you will you will give up. And if you don't give up, you will make lots and lots of mistakes. So it's a long, a long way and plenty of opportunities to, uh, for things to go wrong. So be patient, but make sure that before you start, you have a, a, clear, a clear plan, a clear map of how that process is going to look like. I guess speaking to the experts, finding exactly how that process is, what are these, some of the issues you could come up with. But mm-hmm. once you've done it once, then... You're going to be once you've done it once, then you can say, well, at least uh, the uh, at least I'm sort of 70, 80 percent there. Yeah, because no, every single project will be slightly different. But mm-hmm. clearly, you have done it once, and then again, if you relate to the, the, the yeah. same analogy, so once you've done the race for the first time, okay, at least now you feel all right. This is how I felt the first time. Yeah. Next time you want to do it, uh, it maybe a slightly different terrain, different this different weather or a different distance, but you have you will have the reference of, of your very first your very first race, the same with property development, you will have the reference of your very first project. Mm-hmm. And uh, every, every uh, the, the second, the third, and every project that you, you know, that you do from then on, what it is still a learning, a learning point, as it's uh, still for us. Every project is still a learning, it's a learning project. Yeah, of course. But then the, you, you would like to think that the learning points get smaller and smaller and smaller. So would a business plan be one of the most important things as well? Well, if you think, yeah, it's, it's possible it's, the most important thing yeah. and, uh, and as a property developer. And actually, in this case, we want to talk, I would like to think about two business plans. Mm-hmm. So first one is uh, the business plan that you have for your development business in the long term. Mm-hmm. So what you intend to do in the, in the, in the, in the ex- this is sort of volume of developments I want to do. This is sort of team I want to have. This is a sort of revenue I, I am aiming at. And, and that, that's a, a very long-term business plan, which would be 10, 20 years long. Yeah. And, uh, but clearly, you still think about that plan and put a plan together from day one. You, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. So, then the second business plan, which is at a, at a much smaller scale, is a business plan for your first development, because each development on its own right is a, is a business. Mm. And ultimately... Right from the beginning, right from the point that you identified a site, you need uh, you will come up when you go to funders, you will effectively present the business plan for that project. You will say, I have this piece of land, I have this idea, I have these sketches, I can develop this piece of land. And Mr. Funder, with your money, I can make this idea a reality. So, and uh, if uh, that mini business plan, three to five years old, mm-hmm. long business plan, has to be presented exactly the same way that a, a, a long-term business plan. Yeah. And if it makes sense, that's when you get the money. So yes, business plans are critical in property development. Absolutely. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes 
or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. With any property development venture, you I assume that you need to, to get capital. So mm -hmm. there's several ways on, on you can get that capital. Can you go through sure. that? Right, okay. So there is a, let, let's talk about, if we simplify this, the, the simplest way of, of having a, of, of funding your uh, funding a project is to have, if you finance the whole thing, 100% of your own money. Okay. Clearly, not everybody is in that situation. In, sure. in, uh, but that's, but some, believe it or not, some, uh, a minority of developers will elect to do that and they, they, they will tie their own cash into, into, into one, one small project and then, then they, they will, they, they will realize the profit of the development plus the fact that then that profit will be slightly higher because there is no cost of, of finance. Yeah. But clearly they are not getting up the, 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 the business is, is a slow process. Very safe, mm. very, very safe. And, and again, there's a, there's a, um, an argument against that whether that's actually safe or not. But for some people, it, it might look like a safe option. Yeah. Then the, the second, let's go into a, a second scenario when a developer that has only, doesn't have all the money, has only about 30% of the total costs of a, of a development. In, the, in those cases, it's fairly easy to, it's a, then, 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 the, 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 they need to tap only onto what is called a, and a institution, institutional money. So it's a, a, a senior, uh, a senior funder. So getting just a senior debt. Mm -hmm. Which these days is something that can be easily you can raise um, senior debt at about seven to eight percent, and then you use the rest of the and that will take you all the way to sixty-five to seventy percent of the total cost. Okay, and then the developer will put the rest of the money. So that's example number two. Mm -hmm. So now let's move into the, the the third case when actually the, that developer may not have thirty percent of the money, but let's say only. 20% of the 20% of the money. Then at that point you say actually well I use a senior debt and the route and that, that takes me all the way to 70, 65% to 70% of the total costs. And then and I would raise what's called a mezzanine finance. And that mezzanine finance because it, it normally has a second charge on instead of having a first charge on the on the project on the land and the and the properties, it will have a, a sec, a just a second charge, which is a is a higher risk. Mm -hmm. Then the that will be reflected in the interest rate that you have to pay. From so from going instead of having an interest rate of seven to eight percent, most likely that will be seventeen to eighteen percent of the amount. So it's a it's a big jump in yeah. the in the cost of money. Yeah. But if, if that's what you need to pay to uh, to close the gap between seventy and eighty percent, sure. you will pay it. Okay. Now, if you go to the other extreme, now you have you have a developer that and uh, wants to maximize it because they don't want to use their own money mm -hmm. because they want to keep their money safe. And, and, and again, there are arguments in favor of that. Yeah, Why, of they, they, sometimes it's wise to keep your money aside and pay big money and, and, and borrow money for the projects. Yeah. So either because you don't want to use your money or because your money might be tied in, a, in another project. Then you can get to and you can finance um, a, a project 100% without a penny from your own money. So you go and back to the same example before, 60 to 70% of the money from senior debt. So let's call 10% for mentioning finance, and the other 20%, the equity that will normally be raised or, or be in the, funded with the developer's money, 
can be uh, you can raise as in the using just just some investors near to you that they want to either JV with you on a on a loan basis or on a equity share basis, mm-hmm. and then clearly because they are and the they are probably the top fifteen or twenty percent of the of the funding, which actually is when it comes to security seats right at the bottom, then they um, then they will they will have the higher risk, but at the same time, at the same time, particularly if they go into a into an equity share uh, structure, then they can uh, they can get the, the biggest benefit again. But we need to accept that it's a higher risk yeah, sure. to that to that to that proposal. So that's the way we we raise money. And so again, it's a combination of senior debt, mentally finance, and equity, which uh, it can be either com- come from our own pocket or for and um, from money that we raise and in our and um, and. Um, a close network of uh, of friendly investors. And is it possible to have more than one joint venture? Well? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And so we in the, so we tend when when we go to, to this twenty percent of equity, when the, we have uh, people that uh, invest in multiple projects, mm. and, uh, and and that's a wise move to uh, to do because it's uh, the, you spread your, your your risk. Actually, it's uh, as a as a developer myself now, and I'm seriously thinking of when, when money comes back from some of the projects that we have, yeah. then I'm seriously considering putting um, some money not in any of our own projects, but in somebody else's projects okay. to hedge myself from and, uh, and, uh, from myself. To protect my, you know, to protect myself from myself because it's uh, it's uh, it, it seems if I get everything absolutely wrong. Then I would like to think that a friendly developer may have got it right, so I protect my own money from my own mistakes. Can you tell us about of, um, an exciting project that you've been on in the past? Okay, so I can think of one uh, one exciting project, and uh, um, this project actually is in Eastport in the in Dunfermline. It's, it's not a it's a um, it's a conversion, which actually is a, it tend to be riskier, believe it or not, even though these are already a, a building in place. It's riskier because any conversion has many unknowns, and when you get into a building, you don't know actually what's it, what's in the in, yeah. the, in behind uh, behind the plasterboard. And as you start getting things off, uh, then you're you fine. Yeah. yeah. So in 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 very short a very short story, we walked into this project, and by the time we went on site, we still had a contingency of ten percent, which normally would be more in the region of five percent, but mm-hmm. we were very cautious and the. The, the equity, the, sorry, the contingency that we had in place was in the region of ten percent, mm-hmm. and uh, and even though we had that big margin, we went through it in no time, and we ended up having to raise an, an extra, possibly an extra seven percent of that. So, in in learning point on that one was that uh, even with a, a, a contingency of seventeen percent, and and uh, we would have just got it right. So and uh, when but finally so the, in the the profit on this on that one on the one hand it, the, in, it was reduced on on because of that, because uh, of that. on unexpe- unexpected uh, additional costs and something we we couldn't control mm. and uh, but at the same time the, on the upside then the, those those units are now going to be uh, we're gonna uh, hold them and uh, and we're gonna run them as service accommodation and the. Uh, the market in the, in Dunfermline, 
where this property is yeah. and this building is, it's, it's looking quite buoyant. So, you know, that, that, that will hopefully compensate for the, for the, uh, the bit of bad news that we have. So, the, any, and, uh, any project by itself, actually, uh, uh, any development is, is just that. Uh, no project will go according to plan. And you have to accept that the second start project doesn't matter if it's a, a single unit for mm. some of the audience, if you're doing a, a 30, 40, 50, 100 units project, you, you have a plan. And only done to you, there will be obstacles there. And every time you come, you find an obstacle, you have to push. And you will celebrate when, when you break through that obstacle in the knowledge that around the corner and a second obstacle will come up and a third and a fourth. And you have many obstacles until one day in a few years, then the, 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 you will come, the, the, you will bring that, that, that project to, to a full conclusion. But it's, you need to keep pushing all day long. Okay. Um, one more final thing. Sure. Your top tip for someone that is out there listening now that wants to go and get investment or wants to seek uh, a joint venture with someone, what's your top tip other than the business plan that you've mentioned sure. already? So if you, if, uh, if, if you want to invest on somebody else, we, uh, uh, be rational. Because the, the problem is that when we, when we, when it, uh, Recently, I, 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 I hosted a, a network event in Aberdeen, and I, I asked the question of how, if, um, how, many, how many of the guys in the, in the room had um, invested, had, uh, invested, had uh, done any a joint venture with somebody else? And a few guys, about um, a dozen people raised their hands and said, yeah, we've done it, okay, it's fine. Right, next question I asked, okay, keep your hand up. Okay, now, keep your hand up if you did a proper due diligence on the person, on the on the person, on the project, on all and all the facts, and no hand remained up. Crazy. Because, and, and we are, yeah, and, and we all have done it. I yeah. have done it in the past That's as true. well. When you you end up you, you end up in bed with somebody, and uh, well, not probably in bed, but uh, <laughs> good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you are, and uh, and you base everything on God feeling. Yeah. And and sometimes halfway through, when it's too late, then you start thinking, actually, have I actually checked this person? Have I actually checked the business plan? Have I actually checked all these fancy spreadsheets I was given and, and, and make sure they were, that they were factually correct? Mm. And the chances are that you haven't done them. So delay things. Be, uh, I guess one of the things we have here in the UK that we have, we like being... Um, but, no, 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 but we're too polite. Okay, yeah, and, we are and, so let, 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 let's, let's, uh, and you say, okay, let, let's be, without, without being rude, but say, you know what, okay, I want to do business with you, but I want to make sure that I'm doing business with you for the right reasons. So don't so be afraid to ask direct questions. Absolutely, yeah. and any good developer, any good, they, then they will not be, in the, they, they will not feel in, in bad at all if somebody asks all the questions and, and really scrutinize the, the proposal until they are fully satisfied. So make sure that you are getting to any JV with eyes wide open. That's, that's my top tip. Brilliant. Okay. okay, Eduardo, thank you very much. Huh? Thank you. Nice having you. Yeah, thank you.